On this week's episode of What's the Rumpus, find out how to get Windows 7 for $30. Find out what you do in the bathroom that can kill you. No, not that. Find out about astronaut urine, banana-powered cell phones, and our new favorite method of self-defense. Those stories plus, given the chance to name a planet, what would we choose? Welcome to another episode of What's the Rumpus? I'm Adrian Hanna. I'm Roger Stepp. I'm Charles Thomas. So the the first thing I want to start off with is a follow-up from last week. Uh, so it turns out that the, our new favorite guy with the greatest name of all time has sold out, and he's dropping Highlander from his name. What? So now, in, now instead of Julius Andreas Gimli Arn MacGyver Chewbacca Highlander LSR Jankoff, he'll just be Julius Andreas Gimli Arn MacGyver Chewbacca LSR Jankoff, which I think we can all agree is really lame. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is not nearly as cool. <laughs> yeah. So why did he do that? Did they betray him? Uh, <laughs> what a great way by. to ask that question. Um, <laughs> that's the, that's, I'm sure that's how he would word it, considering how nerdy he is. Uh, apparently he's had his passport and bank card reissued, but the name was too long, so he dropped Highlander. Ooh, that's wow. from a story at the Huffington Post. Hooray. That was actually, I put that in the show notes for last week when we were talking about that. Um, that so might like, be how I found so it. So like 300 characters was too many, but 275 <laughs> was enough. That was okay. Yeah. No, no, it's probably like 255, which is oh, the default yeah. length of a uh, of a Varkar in my sequel. That is true. <laughs> Who has two thumbs and is super nerdy? This guy. Why right would here. you change your name because your bank can't issue the card? Just be like, drop one of the names and put me in the system as the other name is that a problem isn't that exactly what he did i thought you said he changed his name it says he dropped highlander just it doesn't say if he dropped it legally or if he dropped oh. it off of the card okay gotcha. <laughs> just imagine getting issued a credit card that was the name was wrapping all the way around the card <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> there's no way to do that because of the way they print them but yeah because they don't actually print them they like stamp them but i wonder what yeah i wonder what the limit to actual characters that they will let you print onto a credit card, though. That'd be That's a good question. Yeah. Anyone out there work at a credit card company that manufactures credit cards? There's probably only, like, one place that makes them. (laughs) (laughs) Steinberg in the chat room says, because there can be only one. (laughs) (laughs) Genius. That was good. That was awesome. See, audience interaction is good. Uh, totally. Come, come join us on Sunday nights. In um, Massachusetts, I think, is where this is. I feel completely betrayed by this article because it doesn't actually say what state it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, why don't you Which tell us what fair. you're talking about? And then wait, wait. Uh, okay, it's, We'll decide it's if it's Florida or I, not. <laughs> no, it's Massachusetts. Massachusetts uh, Supreme Court just... Okay, the use of secret GPS tracking devices on cars. Ooh. So it's now considered legal for, um, with a warrant for uh, police to put a GPS device in your car, which uh, it, it involves them breaking into your car basically to put it in there, which is now considered to be completely legal and is not a, a uh, violation of the Fourth Amendment. What's the Fourth Amendment? Search and seizure. Search and seizure. Okay. Lawful search and seizure. Yeah. 
Why don't they just stick it to the underside of your car or something? It's still know. that's it's still illegal search and see. Um, so my obviously they they would need a warrant to do this. Yeah, right. Isn't that okay. isn't that isn't that fine anyways? Well, it, like if they have a warrant, they can bust into your house and search stuff. No, they have to they have to present you with a warrant before they can do anything. Oh, so this is so, different because it's secretive. That's the, yeah. Yeah. This is this standard. is giving people permission to invade a house and not doing any, do anything if you don't find anything. Oh. I mean, not literally invade a house, but I mean, yeah, it sets I understand. A precedent. Yeah, it sets so, a precedent so the, that I don't. So this, we're 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 saying that the precedent <laughs> is that they don't need. Um, for they, now they they can they can be tracked by GPS without without you knowing, but they're allowing people to enter their cars to install the equipment. With a warrant, but without inf- without being informed of the warrant, yeah, which yeah. is a slippery slope. And yeah, totally, you know, um, there's there's no right to privacy guaranteed in the Constitution, but with the issues we're facing today, I think it is only a matter of time before it becomes uh, open more more open in public debate. And uh, I think this is a big. This is this is going to be one of the first things that's going to be cited if if it ever comes up. I think. Yeah. Well, this is something that's that's uh, um, built into the Patriot Act. Um, God damn the Patriot Act. <laughs> yeah. How long is that enacted for? Is that temporary, or is that uh, just a was, blanket? It was temporary. Um, it's a. I think they keep extending a, it or something. I it's, don't it, it has a yet. it has a sundown clause on it, so it's like once a year they go back and and vote on it whether they want to keep it or not. And really, they, they keep they keep it. They continue to keep it uh, while still having a uh, uh, the sundown clause in it. Oh, okay. Wait, does the sundown clause say that there will not be a renewal on the sundown date, or is that uh, separate from the yearly review? Is I'm it? not sure. Okay, I don't know. Um, I know you guys probably aren't experts on it. it yeah. Just says it's up for renewal. I did a lot of uh, research on it when I was in college because I did a lot of papers on it because it's really easy to write papers on it. And humanities teachers love it when you talk about c- controversial issues yeah. in their classes. So, um, but yeah, the they uh, it's allowable now uh, under the Patriot Act to get a. Uh, um, a gagged uh, search warrant, which means that that you don't have to present it to the person before you search their property. Ooh, so this is this for. is under the same thing, I'm guessing. The tracking. precisely, yeah, right. Well, and and another thing that this that this has has opened up is the uh, these, I guess, wiretaps. I mean, GPS when they install the GPS, it's legitimate. Um, they can only be installed for 15 days. Um, but that is extending the uh, age of the the search warrant by by double, oh. more than double. It's normally a search warrant is only in effect for seven days, um, but the, this ec- extends that out to fifteen days. Uh, the one that you're talking the that makes the, sense. Doing the that GPS they'd want it yeah. longer so they could spy on you more. Right. Well, the the example they give in the in this article talking about the use of it is there was a a guy who was selling crack. Uh, this was in 2004, and they put the uh, the GPS on his on his minivan because they knew that. They, <laughs> you drove a minivan. 
Yeah, yeah. Crack, the, crack dealers driving minivans is ridiculous. That's hilarious. It reminds less me less likely leads. to get pulled over, though, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Well, plus, you know, when you go and pick up your, your shipment, it's easy to put in a minivan, easier than, you know, a Mustang or whatever, the, a Camaro. Your yellow Camaro with black racing stripes and Transformer yeah. stickers all over. Your, your, your IROC-Z. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, um... He went. He bought his. Uh, he bought his supply from somebody in New York. So they just watched the GPS for when he took a trip to New York, and on his way back into the state, they pulled him over and, and arrested him with uh, a ball of cocaine weighing 124 grams. <laughs> I don't think you call it a ball if it's 124 grams. That is yeah. that is 124 I'm, I'm, times eight of what you normally buy. <laughs> I'm amazed that that's legal. The, going the, into tra- crossing state lines is enough to pull you over now. Like what? Well, the, uh, he c- yeah, yeah. I, I, don't I don't know. I don't know how that how that flew. They they but they they pulled him over, found the the drugs, and uh, arrested him and confiscated his vehicle, and he was sentenced to twelve to fifteen years in prison. You know, I I'm not saying that drug dealers shouldn't be arrested, but. This whole thing seems really, really shady to me. Yeah, I agree. It's it, you know the the only reason that it that it sounds good is because people were playing it by the book. Just imagine somebody who's doing the same thing, but just kind of you know sidesteps, shortcuts a little bit, and and you end up you know with a gross abuse of power. And uh, what about what about like a rich uh, district attorney who is buddy buddy with the cops? Who pays him off so he can get a tracking device put on his wife's car, <laughs> yep, exactly. so he can see if she's cheating on him. Although he could just yep. probably do that himself instead. It's true. Hire a PI to do it. I don't know. the The issue wasn't that he was pulled over for doing something that's very illegal. It was how they discovered that he was doing it illegal and what they pulled him out over for the privacy issues. Right. Obviously. All right. Well, I think we've had a, said everything we. Uh, are capable of saying on this one without right. a degree <laughs> yeah. and, well, and from I some think, sort of law school. Yeah, I feel like... I, so whenever I start talking about law stuff, I always start thinking, man, I wish I knew a lawyer that I could chat with, somebody who is totally. very knowledgeable. They'd probably be like, just get a law, like get a book and start reading about it. That's what I do. <laughs> like, But I'm not a lawyer. I don't get paid to do that. <laughs> yeah, that, it's really interesting, but it takes a lot of time. Oh, well, yeah. I think I think I think that the the level of interest between the three of us and the knowledge that all three of us have put together, we could probably do an entire episode just on this subject. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. We um, with a little bit of research. Get Windows Seven Home Premium for thirty dollars with a college email address, which has been downgraded from uh, get eight copies of Windows Seven Professional. For nineteen dollars, when you're in when you're a student anywhere, to get eight copies of Windows Seven Professional for nineteen dollars when you're a technology student, down to one copy of Home Premium for thirty dollars with a college email address. So um, apparently, the people that were offering the membership for nineteen dollars into the Association for Computing Machinery uh, discontinued their offer of cheap Microsoft licensing because it was being abused 
surprise surprise <laughs> since it was all over the internet <laughs> so people were signing up obviously they probably had like 400,000 applications to go through but if i was them i'd be like well let's take their 20 bucks big deal that's awesome and uh so the new one says that if you're a college student with a working .edu email address or it says or at least having a .working .edu or edu uh, address you don't have to pay $120 you can get home premium for $30 and I'm going to post this into IRC because I know Steinberg's going to be asking about it I am sending it to him so um, just as an example Michigan Tech lets us keep uh, our mtu.edu addresses infinitely <clears throat> and yeah I agree that it would be nicer if it was a business version but home premium is actually pretty good it comes with almost all the features that you need in professional except I don't Yeah, you know what it doesn't? What does it not have? Come with remote, remote desktop, desktop protocol. That's what I figured. Yeah, you can't usually... you cannot RDP into that machine and that that my friends is a deal breaker for me. Can you enable it with I... X still? Do you know cuz you used no. to be able to in XP in I thought that it, yeah, I thought no, you they... you were just limited to one seat. No, that's how no, it is. You with can't you can't access into it. You have to be you have to have a professional version or ultimate or oh. whatever. It's the reason why I went from I, I had like uh, Vista Home Super Awesome or whatever. The, like that. I'm top, pretty sure top. Vista Home Super Awesome isn't a real skew, <laughs> dude. It might I, be. Do you remember how many versions there were? <laughs> I think that might yeah, be the one like between it's like good Vista kind of awesome and Vista Super Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had, I had whatever the the, the top shelf home Vista was, and uh, it it wasn't. Uh, it it didn't still didn't do it, and I so I ended up having to upgrade to um, the Vista. Premium or whatever Vista um, professional business business. It's called business. Business, yeah. Vista business uh, premium is oh, what I got. Business and premium luckily, has the media center stuff. That's even better than what we can get at work. We can't get the premium stuff. We only get the business. It was stuff. well. It was whatever I got through uh, MSDNAA, which oh, if yeah. you are a college student, you have access to free okay. uh, the, Microsoft products. That is not true at all. If you're a college student and your department slash school pays for the MSDNAA, right. <laughs> it doesn't just magically appear if you're a college student. They have to be paying for it. Right, right. But most colleges do that. Most colleges that have some kind of technical program. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's not real. Like it's not like super expensive for them to buy into, and they get a lot of other other benefits other than students being able to use the software. It's how the uh, it's part of how the licensing for the school's site license comes from. That's bought in under the same uh, contract, as far as I know. All right. So um, the. Light show caused by astronaut urine. Uh, I saw this on Boing Boing. <laughs> I saw this on Boing Boing. I also saw it on NBC News of all places, I think, or maybe it was on CNN. I don't know. One of those classy news sources. Uh, but anyway, uh, while the oh, what's the name of it? While the shuttle, while the space shuttle Discovery was docked with the International Space Station <laughs> for uh, which was uh, ten days long, they couldn't dump the waste from the ship, pr presumably because it would cause damage to the space station or, I don't know, for whatever reason. But after they docked, after they undocked from the space station, they had to dump the waste 
before they t- just to reduce weight before they landed mm. and it was 150 pounds of waste <laughs> so i don't know how many does anybody know how many people were how many astronauts were on the discovery because that's 15 pounds of waste a day oh that so seems, it was 10 it that was 10 high. days 10 days yeah. and 150 10 days 150 pounds. pounds that's 15 pounds of waste a day that's a whole uh, lot of pooping I bet you. I think well, a crew you, is usually like five to seven. Do you think that that includes like that's that's garbage? a three pound deuce every day? Does that include garbage or astronaut. just human human waste? I, it was human I waste. Oh wow! So it's probably poop <laughs> and urine, right? And so anyway, the, the reason this is a story is because it froze out in space, obviously, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it entered the atmosphere and burned up or what. But it caused. I some bet sort it smelled of really bad. It caused some sort of light show in the sky. It was actually the noticeable. Article has a picture of it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's a picture of it. Oh snap! I want to see this. Yeah. Space station. It also reminded me of Joe Dirt when he uh oh yeah he thinks it's a meteor, <laughs> but it's the airplane shit. <laughs> that's just a big old that's a, a big old thing of poopy. Yeah, can you put the link? <laughs> that's in a big old episode? honk of poopy. <laughs> big old honk of poopy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe Dierte. <laughs> okay, that is a terrible picture. That's the worst picture, most disappointing picture I've ever seen. Although knowing that that's a hunk of poopy is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a hunk of poopy in space. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess if poop is funny, then hunk of poopy in space is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hunk of poopy in space sounds like a really terrible movie. Or a really good name for a band. <laughs> I would not go see Hunk of Space Poopy in concert. It's a terrible name for a band. Watch out! Actually, you know what? I take that back. I would go, but just to buy the t-shirt. Oh, yeah, totally. So, apparently, co- uh, cell phone companies in India are giving SIM cards away when you buy the cell phone. And so, it's it's like a... Kind of like... Um, a Go phone or one of those prepaid calling phones that that are apparently being sold in India now, and teenagers they don't have they're extremely poor, so they need to. Oh no, I take that back. You buy the phone and you have free service. I don't know, whatever for whatever reason, um, the cell phones are cheap, but they they don't have power to recharge them. They can't afford <laughs> power. Yeah. So they've been they've been going into banana fields and stealing bananas from farmers yeah. and then selling the bananas so that they can pay to recharge their phones. No way. So they can <laughs> yeah. afford cell phones but they don't have electricity to charge their cell phones. That's what it sounds like. That is the most ridiculous problem that I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, yeah. I, I've got I've got this crazy supercomputer but I don't have any power to run it. This sucks. How am I going to process yeah. DNA sequences? <laughs> oh man. It's amazing. You could probably you could probably go into a coffee shop around here and just plug in wherever you wanted to. Yeah. Although you true. wouldn't. Yeah. You, oh, although I was gonna say you couldn't look like a homeless person, but then they just might think you're a hipster if you're a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd be okay. Nice. You'd be like, oh, could you see what that guy's wearing? That's awesome. All right. So the other one that I had that uh, uh, just one more real quick, really awesome and funny story: student kills intruder with samurai sword after PlayStation and laptop stolen. <laughs> 
so it was video a, games uh, don't kill art. people. People play video games with samurai swords kill people. Exactly. So this it was a student at Johns Johns Hopkins and which is awesome too. Yeah, yeah. On on Monday his house was broken into and the PlayStation and the and two laptops were stolen from the house. And then later he heard noises uh, it sounds like on a different night but it's not very specific. Uh, the, well, the story was posted on Tuesday, so it must have been on Tuesday night. So they got broken into on Monday night, and then on Tuesday night, they hear rustling again, so the guy goes in and kills a guy with a sword. And, uh, <laughs> that is so cool. The, the, this, this article is from uh, Danny Allen at Gizmodo, and the, the last line is, Don't fuck with gamers. <laughs> <laughs> guy killed me with a sword, Mal. <laughs> How weird is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that is so cool. And totally. uh, it's funny because I know a couple of people who have samurai swords. Well, we were, we were just them... talking about Dustin drunkenly waving a sword around last night. Or last <laughs> yeah, that was an Aragon sword. <laughs> yeah. That thing was ridiculous. So this one should make... Uh, um... Anime fans and gamers the world around happy. Uh, taking showers is apparently uh, harmful to your health. Um, there, there's been it's been discovered that uh, there is a uh, bacteria called uh, Mycobacterium avium, which is uh, a bug that causes some kind of uh, pulmonary disease, which is more prevalent than tuberculosis in developed countries, and where it uh, breeds and builds up in is your shower head. Oh, really? Well, just yeah. clean your shower head. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> or stop taking showers, which is where, where the anime and gamers people... Yeah, that's as far as they read it, lamers. This is, this is another case of everything can kill you if you wait around long enough. I mean, yeah. every every now and then, one of those stories comes up where somebody just discovers something that is completely innocuous, but everybody flips out about it, like swine flu or um, SARS or shower heads, or you have to use antibacterial soap at all times and carry those little things around with you. People flip out yeah. about their health all the time, and all it does is create super viruses. <laughs> Dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I concur with Chuck. And uh, me and Ashley always talk about this, like how kids are not allowed to play in the dirt or mud or anything, and uh, how like not awesome those kids are going to be, and their immune systems are going to suck. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to be able to stop any diseases. Uh, George Carlin talks about yes, that. Yeah, that's totally what I was thinking about. You know, what <laughs> you know I, how often I wipe food on the ground? I pick it up and I eat it. Even if I'm, Even outside, if I'm on an outdoor cafe. In Calcutta in the, during a soccer riot in the rainy season. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you remembered that because I did too, and I was going to re- correct you if you couldn't remember I it. Actually, I actually said it backwards. I said the last two pieces backwards. Yeah, I know, but you remembered all of them. That's what counts. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, like, how long does it take to breed? If I take a shower every day, is it going to flush it out of my shower head? Or does it breed in there after you let it sit for 30 years? No, it's it's a, a shower with uh, that gets regular use is is what's causing them to breed there, I guess. Oh, really? Um, so, I guess... <laughs> what, I about, what about my... I just need to clean the shower head. Yeah, but, but how, is this, how does this just apply... 
Yeah, how does this just apply to the shower head? Aren't uh, faucets effectively the same thing? How? Wh- uh, no, because the the shower head actually is has it's a contraption that fits over top of the. Because um, if it was just a straight pipe, you just have a uh, one shot of water that came straight out. <laughs> so you're saying that because it's not a straight pipe, and there's pl- there's places for the bacteria to hide. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. So if you have one of those spray uh, sink things, it's probably the same idea that you have latent things sitting in there. And I'm sure drinking it is worse than getting bacteria on your skin, so I would worry more about your sink. <laughs> That's a good point. Except nobody drinks from their sink anymore. They either ha- they have to drink out of bottles. Or they have to have a- <laughs> Unless you're awesome. I never... Yeah, I, I, like, Ryder doesn't even time. use a cup. <laughs> Like, I'll be right back. He just goes to the faucet, turns it on, drinks out of it, turns it off, and then goes back about his business. Then it's 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 more sanitary because I'm not getting all like I don't have to Robin, worry about t- my cup being French clean. Kissing the faucet is not more sanitary. I do not put my mouth on the faucet ever. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. True story. The uh, this is a life hacker story that was just posted recently, like an hour ago. Um, it's building the ultimate dorm desk, and they have a couple of pictures on here that are pretty cool. But I wanted to hear what you guys thought was a really good tip for our college listeners out there for setting up their uh, their dorm desk, like computer area. And uh, the one that I th- that I thought of that was always useful for me was linking my computer to the TV because I almost always wanted to play me- or or to the TV and my stereo like the stereo that was in front of the TV like having that hit look- linked together is like the most important thing you could possibly do so get the connectivity and do it because I'm o- I was always playing stuff through my TV and it multitasks. Because you're using your computer and your TV and you don't have much room, so that's the way to be. What do you guys think? Um, Tips. Tips and tricks. Being that I never actually lived in the dorms. Oh, that's um, right. I forgot. Yeah. Small desk areas. Um, (laughs) Yeah, well, I did did live in the barracks when I was was in the Marine Corps, but... uh, um, I don't really have any any good tips for that. I mean, it's oh really? Yeah. Like you, when you lived in your room with your computer and everything. Like my computer's no longer in my bedroom, which is like the first time in a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. No. So see, the thing is that you know, as much as living in the barracks and living in the dorms is similar, it's also very dissimilar in that you don't get to choose what. Uh, furniture you have oh, in, yeah. in your barracks, it's all provided for you. You have, you know, so every every barracks room looks essentially the same. Uh, so, you know, you put your computer where you can fit it, which is usually inside of the desk they provide you. Yeah, that makes sense. So you have one type of desk, and you can put your computer there, and if it doesn't fit, then you can go home. Your SOL. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot take your computer. What about Chuck? Exactly. Chuck, you you live with some yeah, crazy um, people. Yeah, I think I, I have a, a couple of suggestions, and one kind of follows the other, but I would say the most important thing is to have enough space that you can have your speakers and your computer and whatever bullshit you want on your desk, but you still need a place that's completely blank so that you can sit down and spread out papers and yeah. spread out books. You need a place where you, 
where you can put a lot of stuff. And the way desks are these days, that's not always the first. A lot of stuff is usually your keyboard, your mouse, your tablet, right? Exactly. Your DVD. Collection. Exactly. There's a lot of electronic stuff that it also is required for whatever purpose, but. It gets in the way. First of all, it's a distraction, but also there, you just can't spread out as much if you need to study something. And um, what I was going to say that follows along with that is build a loft. Lofts are awesome, oh, yeah. and yeah. they drastically increase the space you have in a room. Yeah. Like, and if you have a loft, you can hang your speakers from your loft and stuff like that. Space saving things yeah. that'll get I, stuff off your desk. I had considered uh, when I moved into this apartment, I considered putting uh, putting a loft in here. But we're not staying here long enough, so it wouldn't have been worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, sleeping on top of your computer is pretty cool, too. <laughs> that way, if somebody <laughs> comes in, you can pull your samurai sword off the wall and slice them while they're trying to steal your computer. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Tied right back in. <laughs> what up? All right, so I am so furious by this, I don't even... Music industry wants royalties from iTunes 30-second samples. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, isn't so isn't guy, that illegal for them to request that? Aren't they what they're doing no. completely legal? Or No, because it's uh, the, um, <sighs> the, the way that licensing works is that you're allowed to play 10 seconds of a song oh without having to pay royalties. Well, they should play 10 seconds Since, in a row three times <laughs> with no pause <laughs> in between. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Um <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so I, I'm trying to remember who said it now. On some podcast, they mentioned this, and they were talking about the fact that basically what they're doing is that it was free. It was literally free advertising for any song in the store. Yeah. Like, oh, I heard about this song, and I, it sounded interesting, but I want to hear it or, again before I decide Or is this the song it. I was thinking about? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And make sure that it's the right one before you buy it? Yeah, oh. it's just another example of the music industry just not getting it. They're trying to scrape up all this money when it just. How, how do they think that's going to make them more money? They try- if if my record company was trying to do this, I would be like, okay, listen to me. Even though you don't, because you're stupid, I nobody's going to know. Like this is how you get this is how you get people to buy your music. Maybe that thirty second clip will be what people need to push them over the edge to buy the CD. Right. Exactly. <sighs> and so what's gonna what's gonna happen is. Obviously, iTunes it's a it's a free sample. iTunes can't charge the consumer for that, so, so they're going to have to they're it. going to have to raise the rate of the thing they can charge for, which is a song. Yeah. So the the cost of each song is going to go up to buy because you want to be able to hear the song before you buy it, which so means that gonna nobody's going to buy go, music oh, yeah. anymore. They're going to go back to piracy. Yep. They're going to be like, oh yeah, this is the song I wanted. Holy shit, five dollars for this song? Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. I'll just go download it from LimeWire. Yeah. Exactly. For freezies with no DRM. Yeah. Or or they'll go to Amazon.com and get the DRM free version for 99 cents. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, because Amazon.com plays samples too. Oh, yeah. They'll probably, I'm sure. So, so, yeah, so Amazon.com is going to have to raise their, their rates too. Does, uh, does the recording industry just go over after the biggest people doing stuff? No. they. Well, I don't know. All right. Um, uh, somebody figured out a way to use uh, um, Growl on the iPhone to do uh, to push to do push notifications for Google Voice. Yeah. 
Um, what's what's growl? Is that a growl is a, growl is a growl is a, a a service that that was developed on um, on Macs that. Uh, it does notification type stuff, um, and you can actually install it on Windows now. And it's it's actually really cool because it's it does it's uh, got a CLI, so you can actually have it push notifications on your desktop for whatever. I mean, anything, literally anything you can have notifications for, which is really it's basically cool. a unified notification system. Right. So you send notifications for whatever, and uh, the the way it works on the on the iPhone with Google Voice is you have uh, you have it set up, and then you get push notifications when you get a text message through Google Voice, and then it pops up. And so what this does is it goes through your data plan, giving you information about a text message that you got without having to set up text messaging um, to go to your phone. Which is awesome because that's something that I've been I've been working on over the last couple of weeks since I got my uh, Google Voice account. Because um, you can now you can set up uh, you can set up SMS messages to go to uh, an email address. So if you have an email set up on your iPhone, you just have the email come in through through the data plan, and then you can you can reply to the email and it sends a text message out. Did you get that working? Would, that wasn't working for me. I replied to the text message yeah, I got and it, it did not work. What, is there some secret no. to that? No, it just worked. Okay, it did not work for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, but I I think that's that's pretty cool um, that that works. Um, and the best part about it is that since it's uh, since it's built into the the system, I believe that uh, it's actually part of the iPhone um, that they, it can't be um, yanked from the the iPhone store or anything because it's. Oh, oh, that's a piece awesome. of iPhone. Yeah, I, I dig that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So somebody got around the fact that that Google can't get into the iPhone store because Apple sucks. Right. That is neat. I found something that's definitely um, dumbass Apple news worthy, and Chuck <laughs> and I had started to talk about this, and we decided to hold off on it till the. Uh, Till the podcast, and that is that uh, Google and Apple are still fighting over the uh, rejected Google Voice app. Oh my um, gosh. Which, you know what? Apple... I'm going to call this one dumbass Google news because right. what happened is Google wrote up a letter. The FCC is inquiring into what happened. They sent letters to AT&T, Apple, and Google, all asking for their individual stories on this. Google wrote a letter, sent it redacted it and now they're taking back their they're redacting their redaction. Oh my god. Now they're now they're letting the whole thing out and it basically it's saying that Phil Schiller himself who people were people at Google were told that Phil Schiller was going to approve the app. Now that Google is saying that Phil Schiller is the one that rejected the app, but Apple is saying that they haven't rejected the app yet, they just haven't approved it, which essentially is the exact same thing, because they're just never going to approve it. So they've right. not rejected it, but they haven't approved it, and so either way, you're not getting it in the store. It's it's like abstaining in a vote. Even if, if you don't have enough yay votes, even though you abstained, you were part of the problem that the vote didn't pass. Yeah, right. Abstaining is like, it's, the same, it's like voting against it, but you... Well, no, it's that. not voting against it, it's just not voting for it. Well, yeah. But the way the vote works is you have to effect. have, right? Yeah, 
Every week, it just seems like it gets worse, huh? <laughs> yeah. The App does. Store. Yeah. Which and is why I'm so excited that my work is providing me with a BlackBerry oh, soon. Oh, yeah. So because then I can do whatever the fuck I want with the hardware I paid for. We, did we talk about <laughs> sideloading last week? And how yeah, if you can't, if, you, if you're not going to let stuff in, let us sideload. It's like, how hard yeah. is that? It's, it's hard That's for Apple because they hate giving up anything. Control of ever, well, anything, ever. They should have seen this coming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- they've entered a market where it's heavily regulated, and I don't know. Apple's made a whole bunch of bonehead plays, and yeah. the problem is that everybody still loves them so much, even though they get f- they they get fucked over by them all the time. Yeah. So they're going to continue with their stupid business practices. That I don't know. I I'm not an Apple fan at all. <laughs> not a fanboy. Yeah, totally. Definitely not. There's a there's a highway in, where planes have the right of way. Um, oh, I saw this. Yeah, this is so crazy. It is, and it's um, there. I fixed it. Was the blog I originally saw it on, and there was a link on the page where you could read about it. Oh my gosh! I thought I had that shared, and it's not in America. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I got the link. Okay. It was in a country starting with a B, I think. <laughs> Bolivia. But basically, Bosnia. what it is is there's. There's an airport, and it's the a- runway intersects with a major highway. So it's it's like when you have a drawbridge that goes up when a boat needs to go under it, or <laughs> yep. or when you have a highway that crosses train tracks so they have a traffic light for no reason. Well, it's just like this, except it's an airplane! <laughs> so they actually <laughs> stop traffic as if a boat's going through and the bridge is going up, except for a plane lands in front of your car and goes down the highway. <laughs> it's like... It's so cool. Um, apparently, there's a it's a picture of a British Airways plane. So apparently, major airlines are there. The uh, name of the airport is Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Um, yeah, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know where that is. <laughs> it says which is not a part of Spain, as a lot of pe- readers pointed out. Okay. That was just a correction from some other post, some uh, okay. other part of the post or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. It was linked to Yeah, it's the, Gibral- the Gibraltar airport, which does not start with a B. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I thought that was really cool. <laughs> and an unusual idea when you're like, oh, let's build an airport here. But there's a highway. What are we going to do? Eh, we'll just <laughs> wing it. We'll be fine. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, what are we going to um, have to do? Like, well, stop traffic? <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> Um, At least they have proper lights and not the guys that like the construction site with the stop and slow signs. Yeah. Yeah. That always annoys me. And uh, this is another one from There I Fixed It, which uh, I, I was also going to talk about. I just subscribed to There I Fixed It. This um, I did too. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, How did you find this? Um, uh, James posted a link to something that was on there, and I thought it was awesome. And then I started reading the blog, and I was like, man. So it's all people ghetto rigging crazy anything the the, like, the subtitle of the website is epic kluges or something like that. epic yeah. kluges and something and jury rigging yep it is jury rigging to to the max so this one is i, I had seen this somewhere else but i i saw it on this and i i just had i actually found the story it was on there i fixed it it's a faucet coming out of the wall pouring into a plastic bottle and then into a hot tea maker, which has a hole drilled into it and a straw JB welded, 
Um, and that that tea maker is plugged into the wall, and you turn it on and turn the water on. It fills up, <laughs> and it heats the water so you can wash your hands in warm water. And you have to see the picture to to fully get the effect. Because as I described it, I'm it's like some it. sort of fucked up Rube Goldberg machine. Exactly to get hot water. <laughs> and then uh, there is an explanation for this too. Yeah, it was in like a youth hostel in Eastern Europe or something yep. like that. And he said they- that they they never had hot water, and it looks like there's only one faucet. Uh, above the sink so and they did have electricity (laughs) um commercial water heaters are too expensive to students also there's the problem to assemble it without temporarily cutting off the water aside from that fuses would be immediately blown the cheapest device i have is an electric heater that is a cordless kettle some glue a bottle and a pipe voila the hot water flows (laughs) so I thought that was cool. I, and I love coming up with like awesome solutions to problems when you don't think there's a way to fix it. That's like one of my favorite things to do. I've always liked doing it. So this blog makes me happy. <laughs> I can't wait to fix something and be like, man, that needs to go on that blog. Because <laughs> I've done that many a times. Yeah, my my entire bedroom could basically be submissions for that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said uh, when you were like, this is my bedroom. Yeah, for example, my, my window curtain is an old blanket. Uh, my bed is on literally on plywood on cinder blocks, and uh, my clothes are hanging on an Ikea kitchen rack that I found in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I just saw something else where you can turn an Ikea pole into a pot holder. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Was, yeah. Yeah, dude, ikeahacker.com. Oh, is that a whole website, website dedicated awesome. to it? Yeah, it yeah. is, and it's awesome. Yeah. All right, so I have uh, a new story, and it's kind of <sighs> another story about people getting screwed because they're, well, in this case, it's because they're stupid, but um, the, the Geek Squad at Best Buy is providing a new service, CD ripping. for no For $1 per CD... Uh, Best Buy will convert your CDs into MP3, AAC, Wave, WMA, WMA Lossless, or AUG. And at no additional cost, if you buy... Uh, and w- So what they do is they rip them and then put them on DVDs, which doesn't make any sense. But if you buy a hard drive <laughs> when you pay for the thing, then they will uh, load it onto the hard drive for you f- at, at no additional charge. Nice. That is actually pretty uh, but cool. What they have... Um, John Herman put this post up on Gizmodo, and it's really great. It's got a picture of a guy dropping off his computer at, at Geek Squad, and the, the Geek Squad geek has, has a voice bubble that says, I don't respect you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, um, l- l- let you, lest you judge too quickly, let's take a look at the Geek Squad's latest service in their own words. CD conversion requires care and expertise. We'll rip your CD collection oh into MP3, God. blah, 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 along with your CDs onto DVDs. Translation, we'll take whatever is on your disc and put it on another disc. We pull quality accurate metadata from computer, from, uh, from multiple sources CD-DB. such as AMG, GD3, and rip your CDs with the finest error correction software. We also hand groom your digital music collection, oh making searching and organizing your collection a breeze and readily, and ready to play as soon as you receive it. Translation, we have iTunes. <laughs> 
wondering where you are going, wondering where we are with your conversion, simply log into our website and view the status of your order at any time. Translation, this is going to take a while. Have a few CDs with peanut butter and jelly on them. Translation, you are clearly an idiot. Need an iPod hard drive or music server with your CD ripping? Add it to your cart and we'll transfer your entire collection to the selected hardware free of charge. Translation, and... Now that we know you're an idiot, we would like to steal from you. <laughs> okay, how how much how much do you think this is going to cause every Best Buy employee to have a copy of every CD that comes through their store? Everyone's going to copy those files to their hard drive and be like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I just have I have every CD that anyone's ever ripped at our store on my hard drive." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that hap- I that there's always stories about Best Buy employees that copy files off of other people's computers. Oh yeah. And yeah, like, but what, what the, the Geek Squad actually, I actually right before they started calling themselves the Geek the Geek Squad, the Geek I used Squad. to, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I I worked at Best Buy for like six weeks in the on the tech bench, and it was right around the time that they started doing home network installs. Except a home network install meant you bought all of the equipment, and then they would go out and they would set up your wireless only network. Nice. So you had you had to buy the the wireless router and all of the wireless cards and have the hardware installed already <laughs> and they would set up your wireless network and they would do wired but you had to have the wires already run. Oh my god. So gosh. basically they would just plug things in. Wow. Um and what was an even bigger kick in the pants was that they also said anyone that's caught doing subcontracting doing the same work that that Best Buy does as a service will yeah. be instantly fired. And a lot of the people I worked with at the time were doing exactly that, where they would do home network installs, oh, and they so would they actually quit. go above and beyond. They would run the cable. Uh-huh. They would run the cable and uh, and do everything, and they would actually do a good job instead of paying $65 an hour to install your wireless network. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and so there was actually there was a meeting where the manager sat us all down, and he said, look, I know you guys are already doing this, and I'm going to do my best not to catch you. <laughs> So just don't be obvious about it so that so that you can keep your jobs. Yeah. But this is example this is another example of Best Buy just being fucking stupid and screwing all of the people that shop in their stores. That's what we do best. <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, there was a story a long time ago about how the prices on the Best Buy website was different inside and outside the store. So you would look up something on a Best Buy website at home, and it would be like fifty bucks. And then you go into the store, and they'd, the price tag at the store would be seventy-five bucks. And they go, "I thought this was on a this was on a deal on your website." And then they would go, "Oh, well, let's take a look." They'd load up the website, and it would say seventy-five dollars because it was the intranet. Instead oh of, my gosh! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh no, so I'm sorry, you're mistaken order, and wrong. Right, so the policy was if you had a printout of the web page, then you could take it in and get the price. Otherwise, oh they would God. look it up internally, and then you would just be wrong. Oh man, I would, I would, I want to start like printing off stuff, and they said it was one penny on your website. Um, this reminds yeah. me, well, uh, he, not too long ago, this well, it was kind of a long time ago. Lenovo made a mistake, and upgrading to a two hundred fifty six gig solid state drive on your laptop was a six dollar option. And, um, oh, I saw, I remember this. I yeah. Think. And so a bunch of people ordered it, but at the time, 256 gig solid state drives were just like, I, I think it, it was, was like an 800 like or $900 right? option. So they ended up, 
uh, they canceled the order. They apologized for the mistake, and they let you still order it for like I think it was like they let you do it for like a hundred bucks or something like that. So it was still a super killer deal if you still like, and you would probably still go for it because it was way better than anything you could get out there. Um, so I thought it was cool that they actually owned up to it and gave people a break without yeah without trying to. Screw and them I over. think I think if you advertise a price, you're officially required, like you're legally required to sell it at that the, price. You I think. you might be, but Unless on you every post an single page, on, on every single page you go to, there will be we're not responsible for typos or mistakes on this web page. They'll say well, something yeah, like but that. at the time those probably weren't there. Yeah. And but there's I mean this wasn't too long ago but on and every even then page you'd I've have a good seen. case I think yeah and they might be they might be kind of receptive depending on how cool the company is. Scientists have discovered uh, the first rocky planet outside of our solar system. Um, I the name of it is C O R O T dash seven B, and it's uh. It's an exoplanet, exoplanet meaning a planet outside of our solar system that has a density similar to that of uh, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and Earth, um, which makes it the fifth known terrestrial planet in the universe. What does terrestrial Um, mean? Non-gaseous? Like Earth? It means that it's it's an actual uh, solid planet that you could, like, Live on. When you said non-gaseous, I knew exactly what you meant, but all I could think was uh, planets without indigestion, and that immediately <laughs> led me to imagining Peter Boyle if he was a planet. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. It's it's totally ridiculous. My brain went there like a fly to honey. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> nice. Is it as close to a sun type unit as we are? Like is as it? we are? Yeah. Oh, okay, so they're saying that it's like temperate. To what we're tolerant of, probably. Right, right. <laughs> which is which is epic. Yeah. Because we're now starting to find planets that we well, can go. Live is it on. because the imaging is getting so much better? Like they're still they're still using. I think they're still. I mean, they're still using the Hubble and they're upgrading it all the time. Did they? Right. Did they get a picture with the Not Hubble? Not anymore. Or are they that, scanning the most them? recent. The most recent fixes that happened to the Hubble were the last ones that are going to be done. Oh, really? They're decommissioning and sending. Yeah, they one. ended. They're ending the project. Oh, okay. Are they going to send another yeah, one they, up though? They, Maybe. They use te- well. There's other there's other telescopes in space other than the Hubble. Oh, really? Um, I thought that was the only one. Yeah, the <laughs> Hubble's still like the big one, though, right? Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, so they they use telescopes to to find planets Can, that are possibly. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I would just like to point out how awesome it is that we have space telescopes. <laughs> that sounds so cool. It's like I don't have a. Telescope. We live in the future. <laughs> we are well, in the future, car, man. <laughs> Flying cars aren't pro- a problem of technology. They're pr- they're a problem of resources and practicality. Yeah, and idiot drivers. Oh man. Yeah. Well, you would have to have air traffic. You ha- you can't fly a plane without air traffic control. There's no way that they could that there would be uh, air traffic control for all of the planes in the sky. And there's no way to make a plane that will fly without without having uh, visibility issues. Word. I mean, the the plane and the helicopter that just crashed in the Hudson happened because there was no air traffic. There was limited air traffic control, and limited visibility. <laughs> you weren't expecting a literal answer when you said, where's my flying car, were you? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them built. Uh, well, They're actually, really expensive. There, there, is a company, there is a company that's developing a, a, uh, a flying car that you will not need uh, an FAA license or uh, air traffic control to uh, to fly it. 
Um, it's probably because it doesn't go very fast or very high. Well, it's it's got um, a bunch of uh, redundant avionics systems on it that that take care of the the necessity for a uh, um, for a pilot's license, but it, it also flies much lower than than uh, airplanes do. It's it's like flies at um, between five and ten thousand feet instead of thirty thousand feet, mm-hmm. right? Which eliminates the need as for long as they stay the fuck away control. from airports because in order to get to thirty thousand feet, you have to pass through five to ten thousand feet. <laughs> right. So, I want I want flying cars too. Not really. I like cars that are on the ground. I think it's cool. <laughs> is there are there <laughs> is there such a thing as standard transmission on a plane? Uh, no. Because if there is, then I want a flying car. I too. never want one. Yeah, yeah, I just want to be able to granny shift and double clutch. Totally. In granny my shift car. in, and double clutch it, not double clutch it. <sighs> okay, this one I am going to read and then I'm going to giggle because it always makes me giggle. AMD pops out sub 100 quad core Athlon 2x4 CPU review roundup, and I always read read pops as poops. <laughs> so AMD poops out sub 100 quad core Athlon. <laughs> so it, like it, and, and and it's immediate. It doesn't it, it, it like filters between my eyeballs and my brain. <laughs> There's always an extra O in there, and. Uh, so I think this is significant because we're getting like we're getting to where processing power from our core CPUs is just like way beyond what most people need for their computers. And if you can get it for a hundred bucks, that's just that's really cool. I think. Totally. So we're living in the future, guys. We have four cores, uh, four computer cores on one chip for a hundred dollars. I mean, how long is it going to be before our mobile awesome. phones have four cores on a single chip? It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I still want my damn flying car. <laughs> You'll be able to do like real time video encoding on your phone. It'll be awesome. Like while flying, while in, flying your car. in your car. <laughs> we live in the future. <laughs> so I don't know. This is this isn't like something that there were anyone was like, "Oh my god, is someone going to come out with a quad core CPU under $100?" But it's I don't know, it's significant just for the fact that it happened. I think it's pretty cool. I'm glad there's still competition in the yeah. CPU market. That's that's another thing that I yeah. enjoy. AMD is still pushing Intel, and Intel is pushing AMD. It's mostly mostly AMD trying to put stuff out at lower prices to compete with Intel stuff because it's usually better and faster. <laughs> but that's okay. Harder, stronger. Yeah, as, lo- as long as Intel doesn't get to overcharge for their stuff because they're the only person, I'm happy. All right, so... Uh, we talked about Amazon a little bit earlier, and this is a, another Amazon story. Uh, Amazon Basics, Bezos and company starts private label consumer, consumer electronics line. Uh, so this is things like, oh, I need to I need to buy DVD-Rs. Uh, okay, well, there's Memorex and there's Verbatim and there's Amazon Basics. And Ooh. I just bought an enormous HDTV on Amazon, but I need an HDMI cable to go with it. Well, then you buy an Amazon Basics HDMI cable. So oh. it's it's kind of like the in-store branding when you go to Walmart and you see the Blue Bunny ice cream. Yeah, it's totally. real. It's really that company is really owned by um, Walmart. Yeah, this is the same thing where Amazon is going to try to start manufacturing stuff. things. Yeah, oh. it's an interesting cheap idea. And high and, quality, I think it's fine. That's cool. Yeah, and care. what actually what surprised me is that 
as soon as I read it, I went, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Why didn't they think of that before? But I never thought of it. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like it, It's a smart move, though, I think. For me, it doesn't matter that much because, like, when I like, if I'm going to go buy an HDMI cable, I will find a company that will sell me one for two dollars. But then your average Joe Schmo customer is going to go to Walmart and buy the Panasonic branded one for forty dollars and not know any better because that's the cheapest one they had at Walmart. Right. Except if you if you're buying something on Amazon.com, then you're going to go to the cable that's recommended. Oh yeah. I would imagine that that's the recommended cable. Oh yeah. I would hope so, (laughs) since they control the market. I don't know if that's. I don't know if anyone's going to get mad at them, but I think it's a cool idea. They own the marketplace. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, I I wasn't trying to suggest that they're they're wrong in any way by suggesting their brand of cables. I'm just saying that. You know, it's it's kind of like batteries where, you know, you buy a toy and you d- forgot that batteries are not included. Yeah. Well, this is the same thing where people get home their brand new entertainment systems and they can't hook it and up. They can't they everything you they bought need. a home receiver and see, like, Amazon most of the time creeps me out when I see stuff where they're like, we recommend this. And I'm like, I really want that. But why do they know that I want that, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, if you bought, like, a home theater receiver and a TV and you, Amazon knows that those can't be connected in the best way possible with what you purchased, they could say, hey, you should buy this to connect these two things together. I think that would be that's a really cool feature that is very helpful. It's kind of like when you're buying... Uh, like a motherboard and CPU, like having the store be like, these are compatible with each other. Stuff like that's pretty cool. Holy bat suit, Batman. Um, a uh, company called Universal Designs uh, has come up with, and it's officially licensed by um, DC and Warner Brothers. It's the official um, Batman uh, riding suit. <laughs> it's Riding um, suit? It, yeah, for for a motorcycle, it's uh, no a jacket, way. pants, gloves. Oh yeah, dude. Cape, um, cape. No, no cape, no cape, and no helmet, which is uh, <laughs> lame. But dude, uh, you can buy a helmet. I just posted and glue some ears on it. <laughs> I just I just po- posted the link in uh, in IRC. Um, and it's it's oh my god, BA. it looks so cool though. Oh, uh, Adrian, you yeah, need to buy that. Oh, you don't have a motorcycle anymore. Yeah, totally. Nope, I don't. But I was actually looking at at the uh, the features of it, and it is actually some pretty hardcore. Uh, oh, is it? Okay, I was just going to ask you that too. Yeah, it's 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 decent. It's not I the mean, George Clooney Batman suit, though. You can tell because it doesn't have nipples. Yeah, yeah no I saw nipples. that. <laughs> it does have a fucking cod piece, though. Wait, did you read that? Yeah, well, you know, did you read that in the article, or did you just say that? Yeah, at the at the end, it says on the bright side, at least it doesn't yeah, have nipples. Did you read that, <laughs> I didn't did see that. I just yeah, looked at the see, picture. That's why I thought it was funny. <laughs> Okay, so uh, before we get to our question, uh, we have this week's headline of the week. Uh, Fark which Fark headline of the week, that's right, I forgot my branding. Um, and actually, I have a couple more that I'm going to talk about, even though they didn't get voted for, but I thought they were of note. Uh, so the one that was voted for this week was body... Oh, actually, let me refresh the page and make sure nobody else voted while I was... Okay, uh, with two votes... <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was like six votes, or five votes total, though. Uh, yeah, that's true. There were three that got one each. Um, anyway, so this week's Fark had a line of the week, as voted by the viewers, because it's not the one I voted for. Awesome. Oh, really? Uh, body- yeah. The the one I voted for was spanking has negative effect on kids. You should you should see the effect it has on your mom, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised uh, but, Adrian but, didn't vote for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but the, the one that won the most votes was uh, body entombed in wall, positively identified as missing Yale student. Cask of Amontillado still unaccounted for. What? I don't get that one. That's why I didn't vote. It's an Edgar Allan Poe res- reference. Oh, okay. There was a story called Cask of Amontillado where they uh, a guy was murdered by being buried in a wall. <laughs> he was he was he was put in a wall and then bricked off. Nice. Because because the 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 uh, author had co- convinced him that he was going to share a uh, a cask of amontillado with him, um, and so he's like, "Oh no, it's in there inside of that hole that's in the cellar that I've taken you into," and then he like knocked him over the head and started filling in the uh, the wall. Okay, so that's the headline of the week. Uh, the the other two I wanted to mention were about more celebrity deaths. Um, so. Oh crap! I can't remember her name. Mary Travers, who was the the Mary of Peter Paul and Mary, Mary. died, yeah. uh, and so the Fark headline was Peter Paul. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we talked about Patrick Swayze dying last week. Um, yep. I think didn't we talk about Swayze corn and uh, all of that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so crazy the, Swayze. <laughs> yeah, and crazy Swayze. But yeah. the the Fark headline is ghost. <laughs> Which is genius. Okay, so that's that's all the Fark news this week. Oh, did, did we talk about domains? Did we talk about domain smacks on the show before? Yes, I think we did. Okay, yeah. so domain smacks were started by Brian Brushwood from Scam School, and it's GoDaddy is one of their sponsors. So, um, in order to get people to use GoDaddy, he says, "Go to GoDaddy. Domains are so cheap you can buy whatever domain you want and redirect it anywhere else." One of the examples was the worst show on the internet got directed to BB Live Show, which is Brian Brushwood's live, Who's uh, that? whatever. The, the guy, guy that started Domain Smacks and does Scam School on Revision Three. Yeah, so I I registered a Domain Smack uh, a couple days a couple of days ago uh, for eighty nine cents at GoDaddy. I bought celebrityobituaries.info and it redirects. to <laughs> I didn't Twitter. know you actually bought that. That was your yeah. No, I Mac? I did it. Nice. I did it, yeah. And uh, I also, not only that, but I sent it to Brian Brushwood, and he DM'd me with, um, um, that was not me. That was not what he said either. He <laughs> said, uh, ha, 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 a bunch of times, and then uh, new world champion, nice one, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Who is so Brian I, Brushwood I, again? Oh, my God. Are you I'm retarded? Sorry. I'm sorry. I was reading IRC. He's... He's a he's a magician and oh, he hosts yeah, yeah. a show called Scam School oh, on okay. Revision Three. I know and he's he the is. one that started Domain Smacks. But Sorry, anyway, uh, so I sent him another at reply and asked him to um, to mention the podcast if he posts the post uh, talks about it on his show. Sweet. Tell him to listen to our show. Um, okay, so uh, question of the week: Since we were talking about um, them discovering a new exoplanet, um, if you were given the opportunity to name your own planet. What would you name the planet? Ryder. I was thinking about this, and I would probably call it Planet Ryder or something like that, which is super lame. <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> I really, really I think lame. I think my name is cool, so I think it's okay. Cyber <laughs> <Cybert laughs> says Beertopia, which which is awesome. Um, or, or else I would call this planet Earth Zero and that planet Earth One. <laughs> which <laughs> that's I pretty think good. is, is um, pretty sci fi nerdy. <laughs> did you hear about the XKCD book that's coming out? Yes, or, actually it's actually it's out that. now. I was going to talk about it, but. Yeah, it's, it's called that. Volume Zero. Yeah, that's, and uh, that made me think of that when I was doing the yeah, Earth Zero. It's genius. One. Yeah, because yeah, the so, only person who can pull that off and people would think it was funny is, uh, I can't remember. The XKCD name. guy, Randall Monroe. Yeah, Randall Monroe. 
Yeah. Um, man, that's a that's a really great question, but I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> and um, the first thing that came to my mind was the moons of Saturn. I think are called Phobos and Deimos, which sounds awesome. And Phobos and Deimos were uh, the son and daughter. Oh no, the the two sons of Ares and Aphrodite. Um, and so Phobos is fear, and Deimos is dread, oh. and they're the names of uh, I think it's Saturn's moons. I don't know, but anyway, um, where was I going with this? Oh, all the planets. All of the planets except Earth are named after um, Roman gods. <laughs> um, the all of the moons of any of the planets in the solar system are named after Greek gods, except for um, the, well, the moon. And there's another planet who's named after Shakespeare's character, Shakespeare Shakespearean characters. Yeah, I can't remember okay. which one now, but. I think it's weird I don't know. how nerdy name, planet naming is. It's like, well, I mean, it's, yeah, I considering the people that get to name them, <laughs> it's not I that surprising. A new planet. I'm going to adjust my, my glasses and <laughs> name them. Let me correct my spectacles and then we can get back to work. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's pretty nerdy. Um, but I can't come up with a good name, but I think it would be something from mythology. Okay, that's cool. You can stick with your standard scheme. Or maybe, actually, something biblical would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. They have like, some really cool names in the Bible. Planet God. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty boring. Um, but, <laughs> man, I, I wish I could think of something. Planet Nicodemus. There you go. Ooh. That'd be pretty awesome. Where are you from? Nicodemus. You can name uh, what after, were the names after... of the three, the three believers? James, who says, the... James says Planet James. Oh, James is a bitch. That's what I Planet. said. But for my um, own. Damn, I, I, I thought of I thought of a really great name that I always like saying, but I can't remember what it is now, and it's biblical. Um, fuck. No, it's that's not it. It's not fuck. Although Planet Fuck would be a place I want to go, unless it's like Greenland and Iceland. Planet yeah. Mary Magdalene. <laughs> that's a planet I'd go to. There it is. Shadrach, Menshach, and Abednego. Abednego. Oh, yeah, from the Bible. Yeah, those names are awesome, and any of those would be great as um, also names in a of furnace planets. Too. Yes. So it would be have to it have to be one that's close to the sun. Word. Yeah, or if there was a planet with three moons that was close to the sun, boom, you could name the moons Shadrach, Menshach, and Abednego. Aben- Abednego. Abednego. Yeah, it's really hard to say. Yeah. Um, I think I think to it. for for my uh, my official answer, I would have to say that my uh, the name of the planet would be uh, what's the rumpus podcast dot com. Boo! That sucks. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> no, I like Planet Fluffy. I don't know why, but that just sounds awesome. And you know my, why? It's because it makes it, you're you're not consciously thinking of this, but what you're thinking of right now is I am Fluffy, destroyer of worlds. There you go. <laughs> Hopefully that that's not like a Death Star world. Did you guys watch the? Oh, you, no, you know, you know where that came from. What? I was watching uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist last night, and the band that they talk about throughout the whole movie in there is a band called Where's Fluffy. Oh yeah. Where is Fluffy? 
Nope. I just posted – Fluffy's in the IRC chat. I just posted a picture. <laughs> I got it. That's awesome. Um, did All you right. guys watch the uh, college humor of the Stormtroopers reminiscing about the Death Star? 9-11, yep. Yeah, yeah that was oh, pretty good. Yeah, the, the de- was it Death Star 9-11 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Death Star 9-11. Well, the, the college humor doesn't actually mention... I mean, it. they they don't actually flat out mention 9-11. Yeah, but they talk about it in but they, like all the stuff. Like, right, I was it's, on my, it's, on my it's way implied. to the Death Star that morning, man. And they were yeah. like, oh, dude, don't even talk about that. Don't even say what is it. What, what, what if... Stuff like that. Right. Yeah, so. All right. Are we rapping? No, I'm terrible at it. What? Oh, yeah. You a white boy. Ryder, where can we find your work? You can find me at riderstep.com or on Twitter, rmstep, and in the IRC channel regularly. And on What is the Rumpus every week. What is the Rumpus podcast.com. Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) Dot com. Yes. Do it. Adrian? Uh, You can find me at adrianhanna.net or on Twitter at at CodeMonkey2841. I'm Charles Thomas at crthomas.org and twitter.com slash crthomas42. And the podcast you can find at whatstherumpuspodcast.com. You can listen live next week at Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time at whatstherumpuspodcast.com slash live. You can vote for the FARC headline at whatstherumpuspodcast.com slash F-H-O-T-W. And uh, you can join us in the IRC chat at whatstherumpuspodcast.com colon 6664. Um, you can also join us in IRC through the webpage at whatstherumpuspodcast.com slash IRC. Um, you can also see our forums at whatstherumpuspodcast.com slash forums. And I'm sure there's some other things that are on the webpage that you can do um, that are whatstherumpuspodcast.com slash something. You're just going to have to go to the webpage and find it. And uh, that's a rumpus! This episode was brought to you by... The interface on Skype is not user-friendly. Our theme music is the song Better Nation by Curious Hands and can be found at www.podsafeaudio.com. You can find us on our webpage at www.whatstherumpuspodcast.com. Well, okay,